you're very angelic right now. What? It's like stuff it's in very, the background. Your background is twinkling. Uh, and then, there's a little bit of glitter and shimmer that will like <laughs> hit your skin and it glistens. And I I'm feel like, like what should, what can I sing now to be in an angelic state? Oh my gosh, Sarah, no Brighton one's ever said that. <laughs> there's a light about you, love. Are you transcending? <laughs> Welcome to That's Why Podcast with Patricia and Anna, the show where we arouse your curiosity while we dull your senses. Well, hello, That's Why audience. We want to say hi and welcome to our new show on Defiance. Welcome. And I want to say hi, Anna. Hello, hello. Are you excited about today's topic? Yes. I think this resonates with both of us. Because we are defiant. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. We really Every are. Moment. We really are. But uh, in good spirits, right? Like, yes. So anyway. <laughs> All right. So before we start our topic, I want to give a shout out to my friend Tiara uh, Reyes, Salinas Vegas. Yes, we are Latinas. Um, <laughs> she is someone I grew up with. And when I was a Mormon in New York, and she was so sweet, she put this out on Facebook quite a while ago. And I hadn't give her given her kudos for it so she said facebook family i want to give a shout out to an old friend patricia thomas she has an awesome podcast which i recommend to everyone i absolutely love it take the time and listen to it so tiara thank you so much we really appreciate that thank you tiara that okay. means a lot yeah absolutely and i want to say thank you to my sister mila she's Hi, also mila been- mila she is a hermit she could okay i'll tell you this covid she's living her best life during covid because <laughs> she does not want to see anyone she doesn't want to talk to anyone <laughs> If she didn't see anyone for like three years, that would be her pure happiness. Isn't that wild? Well, and Hermit <laughs> and COVID, yeah, those it's brought you a lot of joy. I would say that myself, I couldn't do it. I need to engage with people. I actually enjoyed the solitude that COVID brought, but the times that I have with people, I enjoy it more. Well, in my defiant nature, speaking of defiant, I immediately was traveling and I was going places and people like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm living my life. I'm living my life and you can't tell me what to do. And you know what? I don't regret a thing. I'm so glad that I traveled to Dominican Republic and I traveled to New York and I went places and it was interesting. But I feel like I really like being with people too that are defiant in nature. I think that's why we click so well, Anna. But you saw the world during the lockdown. Yes. So you saw perspective that no one else got to because we were all hunkered down, sheltering Watching Netflix and chilling. (laughs) Yeah. And chilling. (laughs) And doing other things, of course. But But my, yes. But thank you, Mila. She's been telling all her coworkers. And that means a lot because for her to be such an introverted person. Yes, yes. To share this. What was that? (laughs) That's my son over there. I'll be hitting him over the head in a minute. Uh Oh, oh. Not that I get violent or anything, but um, no, he's doing his hair and he's dropping clips. We don't need to call CPS. This is just a normal day at the yes. Thomases. Yes, exactly. You know, I'll probably <laughs> toss this book over there. And um, All right. So defiance. I, the definition that I feel like is the most important is just open resistance, bold disobedience. Simple. Open resistance, bold disobedience. Yes. 
Okay, so I feel like disobedience gives a negative term. Yes. But when I hear defiance, I always think of someone who is strong and empowered standing up to authority. Well, that's we were kind of discussing how that's pretty much how this country got founded. I mean, America would not have been founded had people not disobeyed, kind of Mm -hmm. gone against the grain and really decided we have a vision because living this way is, in our mind, unjust and we want more freedoms. If you have a defiant nature, you will be disobedient on occasion. But I think that people who have a defiant nature bring an element of awareness to things where some people would just kind of follow things clear cut and never question. I've met people like this. And of course, you know, you can learn from each side, right? I'm not saying that I don't ever follow the rules and I'm always disobedient. No, but I think that when things don't make sense, it's okay to have a defiant nature and question them. Have you ever told your children because I said so? Never. Really? As a matter of fact, I got one kid right here. Giovanni. (laughs) She just asked me, have I ever told my kids because I said so? No, you could never. You'll always give them a reason as to why. Yes, I always give them a reason as to why. I love that. Yes, and I think that that's what makes my relationship with my kids very special and good. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people say that, wow, you know, you got have a good relationship with my kids. And I feel like I do. And I've even encouraged them, speaking of which, don't even just do what I say because I said so. Or ask if it doesn't make sense to you, we'll unpack it. It has to make sense. It has to be reasonable. I remember the last episode, which stuck with me. You said, I would rather have my children respect themselves than respect others. For them to respect other people, if they're disrespecting themselves, then you're saying like, don't do that. Yes. Let's say that you do have something that's challenging between you and your children. When does something debatable become not debatable? When do you say this discussion ends right now? Do what I say. Yes. I would say, first of all, like I've always said, when there's no room for error. So it's not debatable for you to drink and drive. That's not debatable. You can put yourself at harm and you can put others at harm. That's not debatable. I see. Um, if there's a family function that is going to create memories and that is important to one of us, the love that you feel for your family is more important than being selfish. So mm-hmm. at that point, you have to say, okay, that this is going to happen. We're going to have this get together or we're going to go do this thing. But there's always room to be able to be flexible. That's where that ends for me when it's really when you're putting something in danger or harm or or even hurting someone. You're right. I am a stickler with texting and driving, as yes. you know. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. And a threat. I'm so sorry. Our, our friendship was at the balance because <laughs> I... I was almost texting and driving. I was like, oh, snap. Anna's real serious about this. Okay. I'm so, like, yeah, you she better is. turn around. You're not welcome <laughs> at my house if you're texting me and driving. Oh, can I just <laughs> interject <laughs> real quick? I saw yes, something please. on Netflix. Oh, my gosh, Anna. And you know what? It really wow. hit me at the core. And I thought about you the entire time because Ooh. you did. Anna did say. Patricia, if there's anything that would end our friendship, it's that. And I was like, oh, shit. When I <laughs> saw this thing called In a Glance. Oh, shoot. Now I'm forgetting. In, in an instant. I think it's called In an Instant. And it's about five or four families whose lives were completely changed because people were texting and driving and they killed people or they've left people incapacitated. 
and it's about specifically texting and driving. And I thought of you the whole time. Okay, I'm going to watch that. Oh, Thank it's, you. Listen, okay, so you got two things you might want to watch, right? You have a list, Awakenings. Awakenings, yep. And then... In an instant. In an instant. Okay, and I, I it's that. a gr- for anyone who has had an issue either with their kids or even themselves, adults are guilty of the same freaking thing. Mm-hmm. Um, when you really want to get that message across of how important it is to really not text and that it's not really worth it to just, just to tell someone that you're on your way or whatever, in an instant, you can change someone's life, including your own, because you couldn't do that. So anyway, I highly yeah. recommend that. I had to throw that out there. Well, thank you for sharing that. I yes, appreciate it. Absolutely. And, I, and I'm very sorry you saw the grouchy, angry person that came out of me that day, because that's not what I want to show. I, I don't want to be that person that tells people what to do. But I think, like I said, when I saw the hurt that my client went through when her daughter passed away from a person texting, just to see that trauma from her eyes, oh. I was like, oh my gosh, I will never text and drive again. Wait till you see this movie. Now, Anna, um, I appreciate the apology, but no apology needed. And let me tell you why. And I, and I think our audience can agree. When you love someone and you really want to have a good relationship with them, you can't always just, it can't be always tutti frutti and the good side. We laugh. We have a good time. But if we can't be honest and show when we're upset or, in, you know, when we're not agreeing on something, then there's really no real relationship there. That's true. So I'm glad that you felt comfortable enough to be honest with me and yes. be like, you know, because a lot of times people will be like, oh, I don't want to say that because I'll hurt their feelings. Well, if you hurt my feelings and then I'm out, then there really wasn't as deep of a connection as we thought there was. It was it was too fragile. You're so right. So I'm glad I saw that and that we broke that barrier. So okay, that's good. Thank, thank you. you for showing me that that <laughs> ugly side. Thank I you, like thank to you. see the ugly side. Oh no. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. There is um there's a Japanese proverb used to describe conformity in Japanese culture. The nail that sticks out gets hammered down. Basically, those who are too different or conspicuous get criticized or sanctioned by others. And Japanese culture, they have a very structured way of living. You know, things are very organized. If you go into the grocery store, packages are perfect, labels, everything has this... Like an appearance of just having to be just just so. Exactly. And my friend told me about this when she worked at a Japanese salon. Mm -hmm. And she said that she wanted to do some things a little bit different than the owner. And the owner told her that because... Her mom and the owner, they were friends from when they were younger. So he was kind of like an uncle to her. Mm -hmm. So he told that to her. He said, you know, if there's a nail that sticks out, we hammer it down. Mm. Pretty much telling her, if you defy me, I'm going to hammer you down until you comply. So it's like suppression. It is suppression. Yes. Yes. But that's why I love to see the difference of people. Like when I see someone who is, you know, if they're transgender or if they're polyamorous (laughs) <laughs> someone's breaking things in the background <laughs> i see <laughs> forgive any noise people let's just be real okay that is my son back there let's go um but you know what no one that word suppression is almost suffocating like when mm-hmm. i just hear it right but what were you saying about transgender oh i'm just saying i love to see the difference in people where they're able to express themselves regardless yes. if they're transgender or polyamorous if i want to be shave my hair or whatever i love to see that variation and that diversity but i know that 
Conformity is important if you need to have structure and balance, cohesiveness in a company. Like I understand that in a workplace, for example, you're working for a company. They, yes. you can't do whatever you want to. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, agree. Wish you could. Right. Right. I mean, if I, if I, okay, so. If I wanted to walk down naked down the street. Um, you, I mean, technically you could. <laughs> right, you could, but there's repercussions to it. But yeah. what, you know, a lot of times you have to see, like, what is that defiant nate? Well, mental illness aside, right? Because there, there are things that happen because people do have mental fragilities. But, okay, let me, great example, Anna. Tell me what you think about this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was at the sauna the other day at my gym, and guys always walk in and either walk in shirtless or take off their shirt and i'm thinking you know what they've got breasts just like myself why can't i sit here and let it all hang out mm-hmm. i would never do that and torture someone else visually but there are a lot of beautiful women <laughs> that i'm like you could take off your shirt why uh-huh. can't you hang and i understand that it's because our our society is designed that way right yes but yes. can you imagine if all these women started going in there and being like, hey, you know what? You guys can take your shirt off. So will I. At that point, you're being defiant against the rules, right? Right. But then, right, where is that fine line? I'm sure that would be the most popular sauna in any gym. When they're <laughs> like, hey, do you know that the girls at at the Vasa at said city walk in without a shirt? They'd be like, yeah, yeah. But you know what, too? Some guys have bigger boobs than some women. Listen, I have seen it myself. Right? I I surely have. This is why I say be considerate of other people's visual. So on movies, they always show a woman's breasts or whatever. But then like they never or I rarely see a guy's penis on TV or not TV, but like on movies and stuff. Yes. That And it's funny how we have set these rules because it really was just that. That's another thing about my defiant nature. Somebody started something for no mm-hmm. reason. They, uh-huh. Then somebody just started doing something and everybody just went along with it. Yes. And that's why we just continue. Not mm-hmm. for any reason that makes sense. Like you said, there are men's boobs that are as big as a B cup. <laughs> yes. <right? laughs> but you're sitting in there and yet I may be, well, I'm certainly not no B, honey. I'm- <laughs> I'm a lot more endowed than that. But for those, you know, women that are walking around that that have a B cup, why would it be bad? Why why would it be a bad thing? Those are the questions that I ask myself. You know what I mean? Remember when women started to wear shorts? And yes. that's like, oh my gosh, you showed your ankle. <gasps> yes. Oh no. There's yes. it's like that's crazy. That's a sin. Many skirts. <laughs> yes. Um, but defiance is so important for progression. So going back to what you're saying about women, also remember when women couldn't vote? Yes. It was a defiant natured woman that said, This is bullshit. Okay. Totally. I got a brain just like this guy. Mine actually probably works a little bit better. <laughs> Why should I be suppressed simply because of my sex? If it had not been for defiance, women wouldn't be voting. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't have the integration of cultures and races that we do today. Mm -hmm. So I see a defiance usually more as a positive thing than a negative thing. Wouldn't you say? I agree with you. There is this one that I wanted to share with you where it gave me a different perspective on the word defiant. Okay. And it is called oppositional defiant disorder. Oppositional defiant disorder is a pattern of a person that is angry, 
and is in an irritable mood. Mm. They're obnoxious. They get very angry and frustrated and lash out easily. And ODD is a precursor to antisocial disorder. Mm. ODD experience things like losing their temper. They're really touchy. They get annoyed easily. They're angry and resentful a lot of the time. They can argue with authority figures. And for children, they tend to annoy or challenge other teachers. Mm. And in adults, they tend to do it more with their loved ones or their boss, even when they, I'm sorry, even they often deliberately annoy other people and they often blame others for his or her mistakes or misbehavior. And they can be vindictive and spiteful. And they say if a person is vindictive at least twice the past six months, that's kind of a sign that they could be this ODD person. And this is a disorder, correct? This is a disorder. So I was laughing for a second because I thought, have you been talking to my family? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Are you describing me? That's that's what I was going to say. Describe everybody that is around you. (laughs) Well, I think, you know, just like the word narcissist where we throw it around. I think we all have tendencies. I myself have had narcissistic tendencies that I've been able to recognize and try to fix right and modify and and change it's almost a behavioral defect if you will right or Mm -hmm. an issue but when someone has the actual disorder i think it's a little bit more extreme than just a tendency so if i can establish that as as a defining line so going off of what you said I have met people like this. Have you not met people like this? That they like to push your buttons. And it's almost like this is part of who they are. Yes. It's not like just like meeting someone at a party and a joke here and there to kind of stir things up. Everything they do is based on defiance. That's when I would consider it a disorder. No matter what happens, they'll never be happy. Yes. Remember you were talking about if your girlfriend and you went out and they're just like, oh, well, this is really cool. And then they're like, no. Well, this should have happened. And you're like, but you just like won a hundred bucks off of the Wendover. Yeah. I don't know. Like your black <laughs> jacks. Or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, but they're so angry all the time or they or they'll always try to pick a fight with like cops, teachers. And they're resistant. They're, yes. they're just resistant to everything, even if it makes sense. Exactly. That's why I also said earlier that having a defiant nature is good. If something doesn't make sense and you're trying to make sense of it, but there are people who are defiant even when it makes sense and you're like, but why, why would you go against this and you question it? Then that at that point, right, would be a disorder. Well, let me ask you something. As a defiant person that you are, why did you stay with the Mormon religion for so long? Um, I think that I stayed with it because at the time I convinced myself that that was the best thing to do. Um, I wanted, you know, I wanted safety and a sense of community. And I was certainly your indoctrinations and your teachings have a lot to do with why you continue to do things, you know, but I was always having this internal conflict until the internal conflict won. It was actually, let me put it this way, because you asked me a question about how do you determine where's the line with my kids when something is to be done. With me, it ca- it became so exhausting, this constant internal conflict that I, I had to give in to the other side that was always convincing. That side was winning, but I was being defiant even within myself to continue a lifestyle that I really just wasn't happy with. 
Does that make that sense? That makes sense. So yeah, I feel that you know when even though you're defiant in nature, but I'm also to a degree a people pleaser. You know, I try to be yeah. nice. I get along with everyone. So I thought that that was really the best course for my family. And Anna, you and I have dis- discussed this before. I, f- I really feel that when you get married, <laughs> and I think I'm going to kill my son. Uh, if you see him in the news, <laughs> it was only because I put up with it long enough. No. When you get married, I feel that you don't necessarily, um, and I don't know, I'm, we're probably going to get a lot of people making comments about this, but this is how I feel personally. So this is my own feeling. I don't necessarily just belong to myself anymore. I have entered into my nucleus a other entities my husband would be one my children would be another and I don't necessarily belong my to myself in that my life is not I don't have jurisdiction completely over my life you make a lot of your decisions are based on also making this person happy or incorporating them into your world which doesn't belong to you anymore does that make sense? Okay. That makes a lot of sense. So having said that, when you make those decisions as defiant as you may be, you can only be so defiant to a degree where you don't cause these people harm either. You know what I mean? And it reminded so. me of that time, the last episode, you talked about meeting someone at your friend's farewell party. And then, you know, she was like, well, it's because, you know, you're not going to church. And she was just telling you that you'll come back. Yeah, yeah. You could have been direct with her. And you know what? Patricia from maybe even two years ago would have done that. Really? But I I don't know. There's something about, like I said, maybe turning 50 and getting where you pick your battles. That's a moment where I picked a battle. My my girlfriends, first of all, the event itself, you know, was about wasn't about me. Right. It wasn't like Mm -hmm. it was my birthday party and this bitch comes to my. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This is I'm at my friend's house. I'm dealing with an event for my friend's son. This is my friend's friend. How invested am I to engage? That's another thing when you're being defiant. How invested are you to engage? And how important is this in the long term? When you do short-term thinking, you can just blow up and right. and then you regret it. And which I felt that I, I would have. Because that person was not going to be ready to hear what I had to say. So mm-hmm. long-term, I probably never see her again. But yes, I was like, I'm not even going to choose to be defiant with you right now because it's not worth it. Anyway, so when you're making choices about defiance and how important is it, I think, again, racial equality. Hell yes. Right. People gave their lives. And can I just make another point, Anna, because this is something that I just said to my friend yesterday that I went to lunch with. When you give your life, people always think death I have given my life to my children and my husband. I have given my life in other ways. I don't have to give my life as far as dying for something. But when you live for something and you give your life, that's just as valuable as dying for it, in my opinion. Throw those 25 cents out there. I got it. I got your change. Okay. (laughs) Ka-ching. Anna, thanks for sharing that proverb about the nail. Because that's the other side of that coin, speaking of change in defiance is being suppressed the thing is too well you, we have to read <laughs> i we guess if to... you're into s&m that'd be all the then it would be, a, it would be i'm sorry story. i'm digressing but yes i agree but you know read the room there's an example of my client she was at this dinner party with some executives and there were some of her coworkers that were drinking and some of them became very vulgar mm. and they were just like talking about penises and semen 
There, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I would not talk about that with a board of executives. Yes. You know, maybe like with my girlfriends, we could laugh about it and then just joke, but not at work, you know? I, <laughs> oh my gosh, I can only imagine her face. And She's like, what the hell? And it's it's so awkward, right? It was very awkward. Uh, and then one of the girls was drunk. And she's like, do you guys know how to play Duck, Duck, Goose? So she was running around the yes. table and she's like, Duck, Duck, Goose. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, ooh, I did not experience that. But <laughs> you're like, oh, look at the time. I know. I got to go. Yeah, but yeah, no there's doubt. a time and place. Yes. Be defiant exactly. if it's something that is, I mean, it has to be honorable to you. Yes. Don't be defiant just because you are a dickhead and just, you know, I don't want to. Yeah, you know? exactly. There has to yeah. be. And, you know, I have to say, going back to children, I encourage children to be defiant because mm-hmm. one of the things, and I think we might have covered this, I, I want to say, I'm, I feel like we might have said this in one past show. I don't know which one it would have been. When adults force little kids to hug older people when they oh. are shy and they don't want to, and they obviously are appearing to be defiant in the moment, you should allow them to be defiant because that's the kid that's going to not allow someone to touch them inappropriately. They're going to know to say no. Mm-hmm. But when you do the nail thing, like you said in your proverb, and you suppress their mm-hmm. instincts to be defiant, that will be the child that is coerced by an adult to suppress their defiance and give in to being abused physically, sexually, emotionally, verbally. You know what I mean? Or it manifests into something else. Yes. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. Fetishes. We've talked about fetishes. Mm-hmm. Suppression. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't you ever talk about farting? Don't you ever talk about pooping? Yeah. And then that person's like, I love farts and poops. Something or- about farts and poops really <laughs> makes me feel happy. <laughs> right? And in the back of your mind, it's because my mom told me not to. And you know what's sad, Anna? It's like we all fart and poop. My gosh. Why are people... People are so squeamish about so many things that you're just like, we really Ugh. have so far to go in so many ways. But we, we've come a long way. That's the best feeling, though. I mean, oh, when yeah. basically an orgasm is the pulsating of muscles. Yeah. So you have an orgasm every time you go poop. Like pooping yes. is so satisfying. And you know what? Can you ask yourself? Why did nature make it that way? You have. Oh. Why did you need all those nerve endings uh-huh. there? It's so right. you can enjoy the process. Stop lying. And you know what's sad? I have a friend that can't go to the bathroom outside of her house. Oh, I'm not like that. Oh, me either. Right? Please. I, you gotta go. I gotta go. Have you ever, though, have you ever met someone that's offended that you took a dump in their house without telling them? No. I've had that experience. <laughs> <laughs> and mine are really fast because I'll go when it's like, I mean, I don't like to sit there unless obviously, you know haven't been drinking enough water but when i go i'm like oh yeah this is a good one i go yeah and i remember and i can't remember who it was because this was uh-huh. a while ago but i do just remember the experience and thinking my friend got offended that i took a dump in her house and i'm thinking what? on the contrary you should be honored i feel comfortable okay. enough i feel good enough and this is saying good things what's wrong with you you know what i mean yes anyway it's just funny again the way we perceive things and we we see it but um, that is funny that is hilarious oh my gosh and i do want to say one last thing about defiance do you know that it's described as a virtue a virtue is a behavior showing high moral standards and ah. defiance is actually described more as a virtue. Wow. Because I, I like feel that. that when you see injustice, 
It's only defiant people who come to the aid of justice. Does that make sense? I agree. I love it. Well, Thank girl. You. Oh, my gosh. This was good. I, uh, Anna, I love you. I love you, too. <laughs> I can't wait till we actually get in a fight on, on air or something and disagree. Because oh I think the audience would really enjoy that. So let's pick a fight. Okay, because oh. we always agree and love each other. We need to we need to have a little polarity, right? Like I don't even know. Contrast. Okay, I, I can't think of anything that you and I are against. Guys, okay, for those listening, give us some topics that you want us to discuss that you think that we would disagree on. How's that? That would be good. Oh my gosh, okay. yes. Okay, yes. And let's just, you know, and I'll sharpen my nails. I'll put, like in the old days when I was younger, people would put like Vaseline where you were like, okay, meet me at the flagpole, quote unquote. <laughs> Women, girls would be like, you gonna fight, you gonna fight that bitch, okay? And you put Vaseline and you turn your rings around so you can scratch them. And what? so I'm gonna get ready. Do you, do, do you not I've know this? I've never, no. I've yes. never been in a fight before. This is, a, oh my gosh, Anna. You know what? You're not missing anything. You're not missing anything. Really. So I've you only have been, been in a few fights. Yeah. And you like know physical, what? not it's, just verbal. Yeah. No, no physical. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, it's pretty scary. Yikes. But it's, uh, it taps into that primal thing of wanting to keep your status in the pack, proving wow. that you got it. And my parents themselves raised me. This is old school thinking. So don't judge me. But my mother would be like, if you let yourself get bullied, I will kick your ass when you get home. So if I came home crying that somebody hit what? me at school, that was not allowed. Do you know that my mother was like, I'm going to the school and you're going to go fight that girl. What? See, this is why if <laughs> I, I see bullying so different these days. I'm like, are you kidding me? You're having mental trauma over what someone said on Facebook, what they said. Try being in a physical environment. And I think everything has its place, right? But it's just so interesting how bully has changed so much. And I thought, because what you said about me, who cares? But if someone's pushing you or touching you or bullying you at school, I'd be like, okay, I I'm going to have to throw down with you because I can't let you. <laughs> oh it's just God. so interesting. I know. And you know, I kind of raised my kids the same way. Isn't that sad? I think that's important for them to stand up for who they are. Yes. Because they're not the one that's provoking the fight. Correct. They have they, they have to defend themselves and yes. or they're standing up for someone who's unable to stand up for themselves. Yes. I can see that happening. Like, I've yes, always encouraged my kids that. to do that. And I've told them though, I you better not ever start anything at school but boy if somebody comes looking for you you better finish it right Giovanni? Oh, exactly yeah you finish <laughs> it and you clip them good the first time and i promise you they will not come back and it worked it works until now it works i can't wait to have grandkids no i'm just kidding oh my gosh and then you're gonna you're gonna show them too I'll you gotta like, make sure you put you gotta hit him like this you hit him like this you hit him like this <laughs> I'm like, where did those brass knuckles come from <laughs> on your like four year old niece <laughs> or your four year old granddaughter? My granddaughter, you, you got gra this right, baby. Absolutely. <laughs> you got this right. Oh my god, she's out like she took my little toy. No <laughs> oh, kidding, right? She took my binky, so I had to show her who was boss. <laughs> That's hilarious! Wow. Okay, oh. well, if if I get into a fight with someone, I will call you. Yes, yes. and ask you to defend me because I can talk a lot. Like I have a big mouth, mm -hmm. but I can't physically follow through <laughs> mm, you know what i'm gonna have to see anna with a couple of drinks anything can happen oh that's true i'll you know do what, my what, best what will make me angry what i would fight about um you know what i lied 
you know how I hate sticky stuff? Yes. If you put honey on me or something sticky, I will fight anybody. Yes. Then I'll be like, I don't even care. Why did you touch me with that pow? Yes. Okay. I will fight anybody. Put something sticky on me. Point. And I will get them. We probably shouldn't <laughs> be revealing these things. We'll bump into Uh-oh. a fan and they'll be like, hi. I heard you <laughs> like honey. Oh, no. No. <laughs> But yes, audience, please send yeah, the subjects what you think that we would have differences in. For sure. Thank you, Anna. It was it was a great topic. So uh, we want to let you know that if you would like to be a part of our show, we would love to hear from you. Ask us questions and share your story. We'll give you our unfiltered, unforgiving, and definitely unqualified advice. <laughs> Record an audio clip and email us at that'swhyshow at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at That's Why Show follow subscribe and please write us a review thank you and what's our quote anna our quote is i'd rather be a rebel than a slave amen yes hallelujah yeah (laughs) and peace love and dark chocolate chocolate see ya bye